Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Flashpoint no more? Could the master of Middle Earth meddle in Metropolis? And Harley Quinn movie gonna be filthy. Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks, DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, now are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. I'm just like absorbed. I just had a stone or something. A what? I just like absorbed a stone. No. Not a kidney stone. I got you. Well, that's an interesting theory I hadn't heard that like Thanos was passing kidney stones. That's the other, Mm. that's the seventh stone is the kidney stone. It's said to be very painful. And he has to pass it in order to put it there? It's my biggest fear. The kidney stone. (laughs) The thing that you know that's in there that the only way it's going to get out is through the most painful thing. No. No. No, 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 no. Only if you're unlucky. I do a bunch, I think, because I drink so much Diet Soda. I know. I heard that that was a thing. I heard that's a thing. Hey guys, welcome to Talking Kidney Stones on the Popcorn Talk Network. Um, I'm Adam Gertler, and I am joined today by some regular, wonderful squad members. Are you okay? Did we lose power? I lost audio. I lost audio, too. Oh, Oh, all right. Are we okay? I have audio. I think Anthony will write us a message, hopefully letting us know if you guys can hear. I can still hear you guys. Us, Us, the people. We, the people. No, that's not you. That's not me. DC Movie News. Okay. Anthony, talk to us, my man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I got you. Okay. You can hear him? I have everything. Fine. Oh, you can't hear him? Check, check the uh, the thing under the desk. Can you translate for us? Yeah, I can translate. He's saying to check the thing under the desk. Oh. Make sure. Okay. Make sure. Well, I guess we're live, so just keep doing the show. Okay, guys. This is the show where we talk about kidney stones and DC Movie News. Uh, I'm Adam Gertler, and I am so happy to be joined by my schmodown partner, hey! Mr. Yeah, Mike Kalinowski. We're on the same page. We're here together. This is so rare. That's a, this is a a the the I don't even know what the, was it the, when the planets align things happen weird that we're all here together. Yeah, Almost. I know. Not all of us, but you and I at least. I know. And then Johnny's gone today. I don't know when the next. When was the last time we were all four together? Was it Justice League when we were talking about Justice League? Maybe. God, really? No. I've been the oddball. Odd it's my fault most of the time. You guys, the three of you, at least have been together a bunch. I'm the problem child. Yeah, you are the but problem But that's the story child. of my life. But, yeah, here I am. Here we are. And it's like a slow news week, too. The one week that I'm here. And we got slow news. Slow news slow is news? no news. I think there's some news. A little bit, but slow. I'm still amazed at how much news comes out, how many <laughs> announcements get made, how many things happen. Uh, but there's one person we haven't introduced And that's yet. not slow. That's not slow. It's Elena Jordan. Psych! Roxy Stryer. It's a good one because the people on the audio probably were fooled. Yeah. Yes, it's Elena. And then they're like, oh, man. No, they heard you you earlier in the podcast. You were like, I can't hear. I lost audio. Where am I? You you mean when I was doing that really professional thing where I broke all of the walls, not just the fourth one? (laughs) Yeah. Ah! At least now you get to see what the top of my head looks like. It's ridiculous. You still can't hear anything? Wow. That's a really nice top of head. No, there's no, there's zero. Your headphones. Yeah, no, that's not why. 
Okay. No, is that why? Oh, I see. Because you're like, what's the purpose of the headphones? Well, I can't hear then? you guys because it's blocking my hearing from hearing you guys. So I took you them off. That much so? I see. Now you can hear us, though. Yes, now I can hear you. Okay. Because okay. you're right Because I can't hear you in my mic, but I can still hear you. Well. I hear you in my mic, Anyway, let's talk about DC movie news. Let's jump in with a couple of hot, juicy Fresh off the social listen media that, webs. Listen to that uh, chef going to town with those uh, verbs there. Oh, yeah. This is some crispy, fresh rumors just pulled listen out. Listen to that. That's... Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is one that came from the scoopmeister himself, Mr. Umberto Gonzalez, with uh, this very cool uh, meme that's been going around. Everybody's been doing these vanishing Infinity <laughs> War memes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this they is... They stole from the leftovers. What's the best one you've there? seen of those? Oh, um, I know mine right away. What is it, it? It was Jeffrey's giraffe in Toys R Us. Oh, and I was like, oh, Jeffrey. I'm a Toys R Us kid, though. I grew up with Toys R Us, so this that this is hitting because that giraffe is no more. Yeah, yeah I was Toy, a Toys, Toys R Us, man. I was a Toys R Us kid it is too. Hitting me hard. Um, but yeah, what's your big one? <laughs> Do you have one? No. Okay, I can't never remember, I man. Stop the conversation. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, okay. this is a cool image of Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the Batman in the weird Flashpoint future. No. Because the rumor, first let me just say, the rumor okay. is that one that we've actually discussed on the show, this is kind of just furthering along what we've okay, suspected so for a long time. I thought we talked about this We did talk about ago, this, this, but is this done. is just him like doubling down on it, saying that they're Fair not enough. doing Flashpoint, they are doing a Flash movie. Which I think is smart. Really smart. I was super against Flashpoint for a very long time because we don't even know these characters. But that, but also against Flashpoint, people were looking at that as they wanted to reboot the DCU, which it's not going to happen. It's not happening. I think not like that anyway. You guys got this feeling now that things are sudden and new. No, that things have slowed down a little bit. That the Walter Hamada in there and the kind of change that happened. That like they're pumping the brakes on a lot, but they're finally. No, I don't have that feeling, to be honest. I, 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 I know what you're saying. I was actually just thinking about this before, and it I think that different. they've taken so much time. They're really doing a lot of internal stuff right yes, now, and it's interesting like. that all these filmmakers keep getting released, but we're really not going to know what it looks like until we see a couple of these new films. What does this sort of in the same world but not really kind of thing look like? But what's weird about that, you mentioning the filmmakers getting released, I was thinking about that too, Adam. I feel like that is such an L.A. thing to be releasing because general audiences don't get excited about filmmaking. Well, and we're going to talk about that because I'm curious as to what the D.C. fans that listen to us and watch us think about some of this and how and it, whether or not it does make you more optimistic about um, the future of the D.C. Now, speaking specifically about the Flashpoint rumor, okay. when I saw a thread on Twitter, there was one guy that said no, but then about a thousand people that thought this was a good idea. Like, I didn't see a single fan of D.C. that thought that not doing Flashpoint was a bad idea. So people seem on board with this concept. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Flashpoint, to me, uh, not to draw parallels, but I'm going to do it anyway, uh, <laughs> is, is their Infinity War type build up. You get to know these characters over 10 years, then do Flashpoint and change everything over. That's what I was That's saying. That's a Flashpoint. But we were looking at it back in the thing. is like, okay, are they going to get rid of Affleck? Is this the device they're going to use? Well, but it seems like that is all done. And they're going, no, we're just making a Flash movie. We're going to make Ezra Miller, Flash, current, whatever's going on. That's what it's yeah. going to be. Um, but Could it be? Let me ask you this, Adam yeah. and Roxy. Do you think they're seeing what they've got with Aquaman? They're seeing the dailies on Shazam and they're going, oh... We could just do a standalone film, let the character be the character, and have him have a great film, and just go. 
don't worry about connecting and this and that. Just None of this is easy, but yeah. I do think it's a lot easier to get great filmmakers to make great films than to try to just ape what Marvel's done. Because Agreed. every other franchise that has tried to do it, every other single one has failed. Are yes. we going to talk about... This is gonna, I interrupted you. I apologize. Are you moving forward? No, I, it's okay. not. Same no, thing. no. Are we going to talk about the kind of shade throwing with the Russo brothers or Gunn said about DC? Uh, we can I, absolutely. So talk, you are moving. Yes. Forward. No, no, no. That will talk. It will. It will. It will go back into this. What we're talking about. Okay, right but here. talking about what yes. we're talking about. I just want to. The one. The one thing that I am worried about, which is if it's a flashpoint or just I a flashpoint. I don't flash want you to film. worry. Well, I am a little worried. That Flashpoint or a Flash film, regardless, is you guys know this, and it's nothing against Ezra Miller. He just, for me, he's not my Grant Gustin, and aka he's not my Barry Allen, and I don't know if I think he can carry a whole movie. I got forty percent odds that that they might replace him. Well, I would not. Now it's weird because we know we're going. Though I know, but the thing is, the stink on Justice League is so bad that. You know we're replacing Batman, most likely. I don't know that you have to... That there's no world in which you have to keep Ezra Miller because dot, dot, dot. The Why? one of that is Gal, right? What? Yeah, you hold on to Gal. You're holding on to Jason Momoa, okay? Um, I don't know that you're definitely holding on to Ezra. And now the other thing is, like, a lot of people thought this was going to be the last time we saw Batfleck in a cool transition because he would be in the present-day part of Flashpoint. And now people are suspecting that, well... Maybe that's out the window now, too. You're not going to see that. Um, you're not going to see Affleck in it. Have you guys noticed or seen Affleck on social media lately and, and pictures? He no. looks like he is having the time of his life. Really? I think he's working on a movie. But he, every time he's being pictured in the media, he's smiling. He's waving to like the pictures, the paparazzi. It's like he's showing video on his Instagram of like, oh, there's the paparazzi coming watching me just walk into the store here. And he's like, it's a different Affleck what than from a year ago. The fact that I think... It goes to the fact with everything that Affleck does. When he's enjoying his life and his personal life is great, he's having fun making movies. And when his personal life is a mess, it's the Justice League, post-Justice League, press conference. Right. Everything sucks. Right. I want out of this thing. It's, you know, he's looking healthy. He's again, he's like really big again. They're saying, oh, he's bulking up for Batman. I don't know if that's true. Right. So when he did I, that appearance in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, I never heard anything from it. Like, did he? Um... I think they'd said, you can't ask these questions. Oh, really? Didn't they say that? Little I don't know. Boy. I don't know. I don't know. That's I, don't know. He just seems... I love when we make Adam go, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so there's definitely no word know. on the Affleck front I or think that's. Like I that. think he's finally like, I think WB's like, Reeves, go do your thing. Make your make your script, and when it's ready, we'll talk casting. I, I don't I don't I, know. I don't know. I, I hope no that's idea. the case. Uh, yeah, I, we, we can have any idea. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I think this is a good idea. Moving on to the next sort of rumor. Um, so the gentleman, I forgot his name, that talked about um, uh, uh, sort of Steven Spielberg coming in to do that movie. What was Black it? Hawks. Blackhawks. Uh, said that there was another major, major, major director that was going to be announced soon. And we found out yesterday through the rumor mill who will that be. And that is the master of Middle Earth himself. People on his team uh, at the OneRing.net, was it? Uh, uh, reported that the Jackson team is deciding if they're going to go back to Middle Earth for this huge Amazon project or if they're going to do something 
at uh, DC, both of which are Warner Brothers properties because all the Lord of the Rings Hobbit stuff was New Line. What do you and- think Warner Brothers would prefer then? Um, I gotta think they'd want Peter Jackson in the DCU. I, I, I don't, I don't see the purpose of remaking Amazon with the same, I mean, I, remaking the I'm Lord of the Rings with that. the same guy. Like, what are you gonna change? The costume designs? Like, clearly that was his vision. But don't you think a lot of studios think, like, if it ain't broke, don't but, but fix with, with, it. But to Adam saying, I'm not saying as a fan, I'm saying. saying as a... Uh, but I, I kind of said, I was like, First of all, for uh, Peter Jackson, why would he want to go back to what he's already done? And took up so much of his life. Yeah, it was over ten years. I can't really imagine agree. why he wanted. The fact that he went back for the Hobbit stuff, even when he wasn't going to, and he's like, and didn't want to, right? So it's like I think he's like, I, I, I again, Roxy. This is all LA stuff. It's it's happening down the street. On the studio, they're talking. People coming in. That being said, Peter Jackson is. A filmmaker not on the caliber of the duo that made Game Night and the Flash movie, Game Night, which was great, by the way, and I'm right. excited for the Flash. But this is Peter Jackson, just yeah. like that's Steven Spielberg. Yeah. These are not the kind of filmmakers that you put under the management of, say, like the Kevin Feige system. This is yeah. a different system. You got you are one hundred percent right. Right? So I'd be really curious to see what would you do? And I don't think we put a separate a lot of Piece about Man of Steel, so we can kind of roll this into like I, I drew that really wonderful Superman shield up there. You did that? that was good. me, guys. I, enjoy that. I just great. did that right now. Thank you. Um, would I you want? Like it. But also, people were talking about Christopher Quarry. Um, did you see the I, Henry Cavill running yeah. him? Like he had when said, you, all you have, they have to ask. Talking about Peter Jackson, though, I just want to mention that the chat right now. By the way, guys, we go live Thursdays, three p.m. Pacific time. If you want to join us on YouTube, the chat right now is all saying Peter Jackson for Green Lantern. I mean, that sounds amazing. I mean, uh, I mean, if Peter Jackson would, is excited about a project and ready to jump into a world, that sounds amazing. Because we already talked about um, what, what Ava DuVernay is doing. That's what I would have put Peter Jackson into. The New God stuff? The New God sounds like this. But Green Lantern is a huge mythology, and it doesn't have to exist on Earth, like, but at all. Would you need to know that he was a fan first, or would you not care, because he's Peter Jackson? I mean, the only reason why it would matter to me that he's a fan is because he talks so much about his fandom for the Tolkien stuff throughout that whole process. It felt so personal, and I don't know, um, you know, uh, some of those other films I'm not as crazy about. I didn't even really like the Hobbit films that much. I have to watch Dr. Doofenshmirtz, 1899, says... Peter Jackson would be a great Batman. I think you're you're in the wrong. He is a lot slimmer right now. I mean, he could definitely be a great Batman. Did he mean to direct Batman? I think he meant it as an Uh, actor. I think he'd mean he'd be a great Batman. Okay. Do you think you'll let him borrow your cow? Um. Okay. Yeah, but obviously this is a no-brainer. Like, if Peter Jackson is going to come into the DCU, this is this is not. Yeah, I don't think WB's going to these directors. Like, come in and talk to us. I, I think these maybe these filmmakers are going to them. Or there's a dialogue being opened up. Yeah. You know, it's not, there's not like with what they got with Black Widow, there's 65 directors they're looking at right now. It's like, no, this, with these named directors, they're coming in going, DC's kind of like, well, what, what interests you? Yeah. What, what do you have a take on? What, you know? Now I can't think about anything but other than Green Lantern. Like, if anyone's going to unlock that, Peter Jackson. Are you, are you, have you read Earth One Green Lantern? Uh, no. The hardcover? The hardcover, no. From when? From when? From it. Maybe March. Just oh, is this a, a, a those, side verse? They're, they're like those, kind yeah, of they're, they're Earth One series, so yeah, they exist good. out of continuity. I love that. I love more good. things from the chat to discuss right now. Jonathan Peck, how about Peter Jackson doing Justice League Dark? What would you? Guys that's the one that? everyone's saying that that's that's yeah. the one he's up his alley. Right. Um, I just don't feel like Justice League with the Swamp Thing news that was announced. Yeah, and everything. Like, Dark I can't believe you weren't like here that. for that. That's so depressing. Such a bummer. We'll give you a chance on TV time. Sion Hughes says, "What about him directing a cyborg movie?" No. 
I don't it's know if cyborg scale. movie's gonna it's happen. Too small I just scale. can't see. I can't imagine. And and I love that uh, uh, Ray Fisher was here with us, friend of the show. But I can't imagine a world in which they think there's a demand or an audience for a cyborg movie. To me, cyborg, after a failed Justice League. movie. To me, cyborg is like Black Widow and Winter Soldier. Massive part of the story, but not the main story of Captain America: Winter Soldier. Like her, her, him with Flash. Yeah. Cyborg and Flash together, that's a movie. Yeah. So maybe, I hope, you know, if they do keep Ezra Miller, yeah, then maybe there's still a world in which that original vision, which they had talked about Cyborg being a part of the Flash movie, maybe that can happen. And maybe even Batfleck can show up in a modern day Flash movie. You know, you could do any sort of... Yeah. Is it too much aping Homecoming if you have the Flash movie with Batman there and they're doing more of that mentor-mentee mm-hmm. thing? I mean, like... I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it, I know. But then we, we have seen it a bunch of times, and it would draw really direct comparisons. Yeah, that's true, and that's kind of what they're trying to steer clear from, I think. But I, I would still like it. Um, now let's talk about the other thing that I was curious about. I, I don't... I mean, it's weird when, like, actors are leading the thing. It really, like, makes me nervous. Like, oh, Henry Cavill wants me to do it. Oh, if Henry Cavill asked me, if Margot Robbie... Like, who's running the ship here? Is it the yeah. actors? Um, but what do you think about that? Christopher McQuarrie, uh, Man of Steel 2... Do you think we're going to get the Man of Steel too? Would he be a good director for it? This guy who's well, doing now yeah. multiple Mission Impossible. I, films. I was expecting Mike to have like a big opinion on this, so I looked He's over. Taking, I, I love Chris McQuarrie. I love him, and I think he, I, obviously fun. this has all come up since they've worked together. So obviously they had a wonderful time working together. Anytime you get a director and an actor, look at Scorsese and DiCaprio, where they've found their muse, and maybe maybe because he keeps talking. He's like, if Cavill asks me, we're going to go for it. We're going to go forward. And I get the feeling that Warner Brothers think, does want to make another Superman movie, but I they don't it, want to make a misstep. They're very think, okay, careful. Let's say this. Rogue One, or not Rogue One, uh, Rogue Nation was the biggest Mission Impossible so far. He's the first director to get a second sequel because Tom Cruise, everyone loves him. The buzz with this one is great. If this movie comes out gangbusters this summer, if he went with Cavill to WB going, here, this is my pitch on Superman, they're like, there go. Go do it. I guarantee. I think that's what happened. I will tell you this. Just from like... The, when he like does that kung fu busting out his sleeves like, and you hear that <laughs> whip and he does that like, punch I was like does that not get you no, every, every time every single time I'm like that's just awesome just based on that I want him to direct a Superman yeah, movie like, he does this like you hear that like it's like in the martial arts movies where like they just whip their clothes and yeah. you're already hearing those whipping sound and, effects and he's massive <laughs> and then, like when he punches it's like I think Cavill uh, I think Cavill needs an actor's director like uh, uh, Guy Ritchie and, and, and Man from Uncle, he's so charming in that. Snyder's much more of a visual guy. He doesn't really spend as much time with the actors, I don't think. Could be yeah. wrong. But, I mean, again, look at Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman. You know, people were worried about her. Now she's probably one of the greatest incarnations. People, when they say, who do you find top ten superheroes of all time? And, and their actor, Wonder Gal is up there. Right. So I think... But Gal was picked by Zach. Right. Yeah. But again, we saw... Patty some... didn't want her at first. Yeah. Is that true? But Patty said, like, I looked at her and was like, that's not my Wonder Woman. Yeah. But then yeah. she was like, good thing I was But wrong. got to work with her. And, yeah. and wow. So I think Cavill just... And I've said this before. He just needs a, an actor's director that will take the time and, and just go with it. Uh, there it is. Oh, yeah. That's that's sick stuff. Thanks, um, Batman Anthony. Oh, Batman Anthony and the... Um, so I, I, I would say, again, I think this is one of those properties that they're just kind of... They're just really gun shy because Superman yeah, is yeah, such yeah, a yeah. huge property. But, They're doing so much with it; it's like it's a black eye if it doesn't come out but, and absolutely. But crush. so much of the problem—not problem with Justice League—is problems as it were. People love the cavalry we finally got in it. They love that Superman. I know we finally and, saw. Him. And then the biggest problem was that was that yeah that was the right Superman, and then that had a that was besmirched by right. 
So I the think the biggest controversy of the movie, which is the lips. Yeah. I so guess. it was like, here's your best thing, and it canceled I, it out. I, I agree, and I think, I think you won't, you won't even say the word mustache. But still, people uh. still talk about, still talk about, you know, um, wanting a Man of Steel too. If they didn't talk about it, you know, that would be a problem. But there's still. Everyone asks people about it. They ask Cavill about it all the time. So I if think you were it's... to ask me, though, what are the top fifty movies I want to see made right now? Fifty. Fifty. Man of Steel two would not be in there for me. Interesting. I will say this: I was watching Krypton the other day. I'm a couple of weeks behind, but after Superman the movie came on, and I was so sad that all I got was the first two and a half minutes of that 1938, the comic book opening, uh-huh. the credits going into space. I'm like. This is still, this gives me chills. The opening of that movie gives me chills. And I didn't even get to see Krypton. I just saw the comic book, the Daily Planet. We're up in space. We're zooming across. I'm like, that was so ahead of its time. Donner, what they were doing back then. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine to the kids watching this, that must seem like an ancient film. But I just think it's so good. Um, So we do know that Wonder Woman 2 is going into production. And it's happening soon. So this is probably going to be the film we see right after Shazam, right? Ooh, Shazam. Yeah. After Shazam, then yeah. it's going to be Wonder Woman. And now we have some locations. So you think we go Aqua, Shazam, Wonder Woman 2? I think that's all that's, yeah, that I we know. Yeah. Um, and that is, it's funny, like you'd think we would know this doing this show every single week. Like, but yeah, um, you have to check yourself sometimes. So now we know Before that. Before you. Yes. Rickety, rickety, so there's a lot of talk about Cold War and stuff, but now we know that uh, we're going to be filming in Virginia, we're going to be filming in Washington, in a D.C. Mall. Yeah, we're filming at a mall. So what do we know about this, Roxy? What have they told you? Well, we know a couple of different things about this. We know that we're filming at a mall in Virginia and, like you said, in Washington, D.C. We know that when we are filming is this summer. We know that they are uh, getting a, more specifically, Patty Jenkins is getting a raise this time around, which we already talked about, hoping that she would make some more money at it. and Some bucks. That's pretty much, and like you said, we know where it's going in the franchise. So that's what we know right now. It's according to Washington Business Journal that um, this is going to be filming scenes at the abandoned Landmark Mall in mm-hmm. Alexandria. So they're going to make it look 80s. And that's in June and July. It's abandoned. That means that they could dress it up. It really or is. Or is it even going to be a mall? Oh, that's true. Are they just going to be an inside set? Yeah, like they can recreate something because it's multiple levels that are still there. And it's a huge space. Yeah, I, I, I would think I would think if it, if they wanted a mall, they would find a mall that's an actual mall. I but guess, then, but if they're doing an eighties, they can that's redo. The thing. Yeah, yeah they can they can build whatever sets. It seems like you don't think she's shopping. She could be a clerk. <laughs> maybe she's shopping. Maybe, maybe they're taking her to the mall. To, I don't know, but but she's been around for. 80, 90 years already, so she knows Remember shopping is. when we saw her trying on different outfits yeah. in yeah. the first she movie? Oh, she was really excited. Now she, this is now she's excited. There's a whole mall. It's but, gonna be, but she's been shopping forever. Yeah. It's like 70s, 60s. Yeah, it's going to be excited so. to Maybe see her like hiding. 60 years later find this character who's been living in this world for 50, 60 yeah. years. Yeah. I don't think it's shopping, but I could be wrong. Maybe she gets a dog. It'll be There's interesting if any other characters malls. come from Themyscira to find Diana. And then they're exposed to the world, and then Diana's showing them, like, oh, this is what it's that like in the modern world of men. Ah. That could happen. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what is this What is this uh, device right here? She's like, that is a hot dog wrapped in uh, cornbread. Oh. I love these corn dogs. Oh, interesting. Thank you, Sky Patterson, for reminding us that Aquaman, yes, in December, Shazam in April, November, Wonder Woman, but there being another DC film in 2019. It's the Vertigo film, The Kitchen, which is September 20th, 2019, which will be before... Oh, Wonder I think, Woman. I think that's like a two, from what it seems, like that's a losers mo- type thing where it's not even 
What's a losers type thing? The film, like losers. the film, the losers. Yeah. Oh, so no. it's not like it's not it's certainly not in the DC yeah, universe. It's, it's just, just it's based on a Vertigo title. Right. So yeah, 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 yeah. it counts. It counts. It's a DC f- guys. We will take what we can get talking about on this show. We will talk about what we can talk about. And also, don't forget that uh, we've got another movie coming this summer for Teen Titans. Go. Go to the movies. Yeah, to the movies. And we just found out, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but Jimmy Kimmel is going to be playing Batman in it. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That, and you know what that actually made me look up that I had forgotten about? was Remember that when uh, Batfleck went on Kimmel in 2016 mm-hmm. and they joked about him getting cut out of BBS? He had said that he is filming scenes. I don't know if we ever even talked about that on the show. Oh, that's right. I do remember and, when they went and on. And Jimmy was like, like, I can't believe you guys cut my scenes from BBS. And he was devastated. And I was like, ooh, this was a little bit of a... Foreshadowing moment. No. Okay. It was foreshadowing that he would eventually get to play. Uh, uh, that's interesting because yeah. Jimmy Can- Jimmy Kimmel's an ABC guy, which is uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. So he's crossing over a little bit. Um, oh, uh, Noel N. Uh, Wonder Woman shopping for Wonder Bra. That could be what that could be what's happening. I think the Wonder Bra is on- an online only purchase. Is it really? Oh, maybe not back then. I don't know if you can get a Wonder Guys, Bra. Guys, Chad, let us know. Back. Are there any stores where, where you can find the Wonder Bra? Speaking about actors dictating what their next stories are going to be, um, actress, phenomenon, producer, Oscar nominee, Margot Robbie. Can, yeah, can you just like thinking about Margot Robbie and what she started out as to what she is now? Would you ever have like guessed? She's like I remember when she first came on the scene. Everyone's like, "Okay, this hot blonde." You're talking but, about Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Okay, she's naked. Okay, whatever. But my gosh, she's Academy Award nominee now. She does something like I Tanya. She's producing her own films already, and it's happened in what four years span? Yeah. Maybe? I'm pretty sure she's like 27 too. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, she, I think she was 21 when she did Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. So to me, it's like this woman is insane. Like, do you think she's made all she the right is, choices? Yeah. It's do like, you think she's one of the 10 most famous female actresses right now? Yeah. You do? I do. Top 10? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Internationally, really? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. I do. I it's, think people it's, know it's Suicide Squad. Um, as much as we derail that movie, which I will derail all the time, yeah. it made an incredible amount of money. So she wants to play the character again, and apparently she's really only concerned with one version of the project, and that is this... Um, uh, um, uh, the, the, the Gotham City Sirens mm-hmm. film that we're talking about and yeah. she wants it to be rated R um, do we we're think no longer, that could happen we're no longer Gotham City Sirens we are now um, Birds, Birds of, of Prey. Prey oh Birds of Prey right okay right 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 if we were Gotham City Sirens right so she wants in on this Birds of Prey uh, badass female rated R film what do we yes. what do we think about that guys I ah. think go ahead I think it is uh I think that it merits an R rating if we need it, but I never like deciding on the rating of a film prior to knowing what it is exactly. Like, if you're doing something like a Deadpool, you know that you need an R rating. We already had a Harley Quinn film that wasn't rated R, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not saying that it did well critically, but it did incredibly well financially, and I think had that movie been rated R, it wouldn't have done as well financially. You're, yeah, I mean, the argument to it is now always... Wolverine or Logan and Deadpool. Yeah. So studios have a little more. I would have said before Logan and Deadpool, n- no R-rated comic book movies should not be R-rated, or or studio will not back them because yeah. they don't make money. But we've seen Logan and Deadpool will make money. But those characters, Deadpool because the language and the humor, and Logan because the violence. Yeah. What about Harley Quinn? 
are, are you violence for violence? She's not known as being a violent person. Yeah, this her is a character that debuted in the Batman animated series. Yeah, so it's not that she couldn't be in an R-rated I'm world. I'm not saying that, yeah, sure. But yeah. it's that she, we've already seen her in a PG-13 one, and she played just fine. Right, that's the thing. And, and so I'm just kind of like... Don't make an R-rated movie to make an R-rated movie to be like we're making an R-rated Harley Quinn film. I, I don't think it. I, makes I, I it. mean, it, it's reviews a, in the chat. Yeah, some people are saying no need for R-rated. Thank you, Cal L fan. Uh, Xavier Jones says yes. Give me hard R. Yogunandana, <laughs> sorry, says please rated R. Um, but but let me ask you guys this: Why are you wanting a rated R film? To me, it sounds desperate to just announce it to generate interest. Yeah, over the I don't film. think like it I, sounds like a desperate cry. It sounds like Margot Robbie saying, "Oh, it's going to be cool like Deadpool. It's going to be cool like Logan. That's why we want it to be rated R." Zeno R says she originally pitched it as R rated, so it doesn't mean that it will end up being with that rating. Uh, I mean, I, like, what, what was Atomic Blonde? Was that rated R? Definitely. Okay. Very R. Now, that, to me, didn't seem gratuitous in any way. In and all I the could, right ways, it was gratuitous I could me. see a Harley Quinn movie in that. You didn't see Atomic Blonde? No. Roxy, you gotta watch that. I heard that it was it's eh. pretty good. No, it's great. Really? It's I heard the action movie. was good, but the movie was eh. It's really good. Um, but so that way, seeing that, I could see, okay, that way, R, I don't... I don't know. When I just think R, I just think, you know, swearing everywhere, boobies flying everywhere. And that, I do, you don't need that. I've changed my uh, philosophy now, and I do think we need it rated <laughs> R. Uh, you, you had me. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure at first, but parts of your argument have made it clear to me that this film does, in fact, to be na- na- rated R. Right. And I, I will support that. Man-ass I, is I, in rated R. I just too. don't know if I see Birds of Prey. Like, if Birds of Prey means you're going to have a Batgirl in there, yeah. right? Doesn't that imply that? Yes. That's where I find it weird. Like, introducing a Bat Family character in a rated R film yeah, that's what I'm is saying. not great branding. I don't know. And it's like these are these are still comic book characters. That's the thing. Um, I just don't know if it's going that way. But I think the weirder thing is, like, having the... I mean, I understand she's the producer, too, but I just don't know... See, I don't know. But it's always been like, okay, when you say Deadpool, you instantly go, oh, he's got to be R-rated. Logan, you're kind of like, uh, every time he showed up, it's like, why is he not going full berserk? Why? With Harley Quinn, when you see her in Suicide Squad, you're not going, why isn't she swearing more? Why isn't she not, you know, it's like... Yeah, with Logan, no it was for... a weird thing, because in the comics, Logan was never rated R, right. ever. I mean, it was always in normal comics. I mean, maybe a few Max titles here. Yeah. But for the most part, Deadpool, Logan, they were never rated R. Yeah. They were never swearing. But I think people saw the potential. Like, if you're going to have a guy who has claws, it's weird right. that there's never blood. That you're never seeing it. It was rage we've never seen full on. Right. So and they're like, give us the R, because that would get an R rating. And I think it's amazing, and it's a testament to Hugh Jackman, uh, that... People were, after two disappointing films, or one really disappointing and one middling film, yeah. Yeah. that people came out in droves for the third film. If you do make this rated R, do you make it a 60, 70, 80 million dollar film? Guaranteed, well, that way if you, you don't know, make as much money, you're okay. Uh, and it maybe has a little bit more street cred, and, you know, it could get people excited about it again. What do, uh, Roxy, can you pull up how much Logan made overall? Yeah. I'm curious oh, about this one. I'm going to say it's about... Five six hundred million. You're talking about internationally or what? Just domestically. International total, total box. box. Total box office. What did it make at the end of the run? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, too. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm going to try and see um, if I got something. Here. But while we start looking up that, we can talk about the fact okay, that it's total lifetime grosses uh, domestic 
at two hundred twenty-six million and four and three hundred ninety-two. Right there. Oh wow! So about six hundred six twenty worldwide. Six yeah, right. Worldwide six hundred nineteen. So again, this one was bolded first, so it was confusing. I agree, Roxy. Uh, so you know, it's interesting because people we always talk numbers, and if it doesn't make a billion, it's a disaster, and if it doesn't make more than its last one, it's a disaster. But six hundred nine twenty million is not. Chump change. The budget but it's nothing was massive. The budget was ninety-seven million. And so. to see, yeah. but to see the critical acclaim for this movie, and yeah. how people will. Some people argue it's the best comic movie of all time. Yeah, that it didn't make more than that. I'm yeah. very. It's also very rewatchable. I, I, I'm I think, very flummoxed that it only made six nineteen. What's flummox? Like I, I'm like what? Like Man of Steel, I think made six fifty. Yeah, and that's Superman. But Logan, like, and, and people don't like Man of Steel. There's yeah. a very few. I mean, it's a it's divisive. But Logan, everyone loves it, but only made sixteen million. Uh, yeah, sixteen million. That, well, that, I think I part of that, that is the That's, rated R too. So do you think it's the R? Yeah. Or they look at Deadpool. But I think Deadpool made like almost eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused. That really? Me. I, but I, I think Deadpool I has more mass appeal. Like Logan's a freaking dark ride. I'm so. I'm, it's not a happy movie. Maybe because it's it's the the general. It's not people a happy I'm, movie. No, I I and I don't think it's. It's a way to do dark. That's well. I find it very entertaining, but oh, it geez, is yeah. dark. So Deadpool made, almost made eight hundred million. Yeah, they made it keeps almost two hundred million dollars more. Um, I think that's interesting. I don't know the about. Harley Quinn rated R film with the badass females kicking ass. I think that is going to have the humor. I think it is going to be more Deadpool than Logan. Um, yeah, and yeah. I think oh, yeah. with Robbie's star power, I don't think it would be a disaster. So I really just think it depends on having an awesome story and making a kick-ass film, which I think all the eyes at WB are on that. Like, we have to make yeah. these films good because they're starting to pick up on the fact that the audience is savvy. When you give them uh, Justice League or an Avengers film, they're not just going to go for the titles and the capes. They're going to go for the brand they trust, and they have to start building that yeah. brand. You know, um, uh, sorry, no, what were no, you saying? No, no, it's just interesting because, I, you know... It, I was one of the people. Infinity War was incredible. It was just amazing, and and I was surprised that there was not as much black backlash on the CGI because Thanos was incredible. Yeah, but I, people are like, "Oh, does it bother you that it was so much better than Avengers or, or Justice League?" And I'm like, "No, it doesn't," because I don't look back and go this and that. I go, "Can you imagine a dark side looking like Thanos did? Looking like as good how as that. good that was." Yeah. So I look forward, and I, I hope well, it was a good com- seeing this. It's a good comparison, too, because we had a villain that was all CG yeah. in Justice League, and one, you know... It, and that was arguably the weakest part of the movie. It was pretty weak, yeah. but seeing, also it wasn't built up. And, and so, seeing like, what the original version of Steppenwolf looked like, then the CGI, the, the FX people, like, we cha- we got to, oh, all right, let's see what we can come up with they, in yeah. six months. So, yeah. so I don't, you know, I try and always be the positive, you know, about DC. So seeing what, like, Darkseid could look like... It's awesome. Look, that's the payoff of 10 years of I, a lot I, of I films. Agree. I mean, 100%. it is Phase slow, one, two, and methodical. Three, yeah. Like, you can't you can't argue with that. And like, it's good to know that well, every time they try to throw this. a franchise together, I love the fact it's called Schadenfreude when you take pleasure in others' failures. When I see like some of these dark universes or some of these dumbass franchises that they're starting to throw out there with no regard for the fans and the stories that grew up with these stories, just thinking that it's easy to ape that, I like seeing them fail. Because I'm like, no, it's not just that you're throwing them out there and people are going to show up. You know, if yeah. you tie the world let me, together. Let me ask you guys this because I just kind of re- I've been going back and rewatching all the Marvel after Infinity War because I, I've realized this: the past 
2017 for me really soured me on Marvel. I know people think I bash it, but I don't. It was it was the three punch of Guardians, Spidey, and, and Thor. Mm. I did not like them, and now I'm rewatching them. You didn't right. like any three? I go. I'm really watching them again. I'm like, oh, I really don't like these films. Oh my god, right. I love but, them all three. But I didn't go back into Black Panther going. Oh, here we go. They're gonna screw it up again. I was yeah. like, I had the hope where people yeah, like PC so is like, oh, Suicide Squad. Ah, oh, yeah. This movie screwed me. Well, yeah. all right, Justice League. Let's. You know why can't why is that not like I don't bash Marvel because they had three films I didn't like Black Panther and Infinity War rekindled my love of yeah, Marvel. People, like, oh my god, this is this I, is the Marvel you're a good I love. Person, then, I think because people go in wanting to like the films, they love the characters, yeah. and when you love the characters, you will forgive the plot holes, the little things that don't make sense. You'll let Marvel make the jokes and be like, oh, we're all called this, or this is why we're doing that. Like they're yeah. they're 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 kind of winking at you, and they're like, we know this doesn't. Uh, held under a microscope, all this stuff falls apart. Right. But you're on, on board with us. Yeah. So if you go in already kind of pessimistic, then you're really going to pick everything apart. Okay. And and I think I that I think it's just uh, you know that that brand loyalty thing and like what you're trusting and and you know what I I freaking loved Thor. I mean, Me I, I love the crap out of it, and I love the fact that you can go from that film to Infinity War. With such a tonal shift, but the same characters, but still tying it together. Like, that to me is crazy, but yeah. you do see that in comics. Yeah. You do see comics that are like, it'll be a bottle episode or, you know, one thing where you have a day in the life of Hawkeye, and then the whole universe is on the line, and then they're the same characters, and you never question it. Right. I so I think vacillating tone, Ken in the same world, we're going to see the biggest tonal shift from DC when Shazam opens in April of next year. Asher Angel has finished filming, uh, and then... Um, There's an adorable picture that he posted saying oh, that's he's a so wrap. cute. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have uh, a picture from the set uh, from like the final day with you see uh, you could see Mary so we know Mary Marvel's going to be in it. Right? They I guess he'll be Mary the whole, Marvel. They've got everyone. Like, so it's going to be interesting. Family. By the end of this film are we going to see a bunch of people in capes and adult versions of their wow. kids? That sounds awful to me, but I'm willing to go for the ride. It's like it's like what I hate on the CW. I, like I can't even watch the CW shows anymore because I'm just so annoyed no. with everybody having powers. I'm sorry. Don't I, say it. I can't stand it. Okay. I'm, flat, I, I'm six on. episodes back on. Hold flat. on. You can't stand all the people around with superheroes and costumes, but you loved Infinity War. Yeah. There's all people around in costumes, though. Yeah. I, I know. What's the, what the, what's the difference? The difference is those people are together because they're in costumes. 100%. And the other people were together because of this one person in costume, and then slowly they all happened to develop However, powers. However, on the Flash, like the people doesn't in the make Avengers, sense. They most got it from the particle accelerator explosion, know, which was in proximity it, to where they are. It just makes every, every time you add another person with powers, it makes every other person with powers less special. With yeah. the Avengers okay, thing, it's it. like you're putting together all these special people because the threat is so immense. To when on okay. Flash, I'm wondering, well, why isn't he using his powers here? And why they, it's like they have to, to to then manipulate reality so much to, to get through okay. a story. It's just a mess. Fair enough to me. Um, but so a lot of people are predicting in the chat roll. I just saw that we're going to see our first trailer uh, at Comic Con. That seems to time pretty well. But we also don't have a Shaz- uh, an Aquaman trailer. Are we going to see like a one-two Aquaman Shazam Comic Con experience uh, from um. WB? I think just Aquaman. You don't no, think any? Actually, I know. I don't know. WB always goes pretty big at Comic Con. Yeah. They do. I think definitely yeah. full, full Aquaman they trailer have to. and a teaser of Shazam. Yeah, I think the cast will probably be there for both. But teasers now yeah. at this point are like three minutes long at some point. Sometimes, so yeah. Like... Or you get the Predator teaser that came out today. And you just let go. Boy. By the way, a teaser should make you want to see the movie. Predator original. 
One of my absolute all-time Come favorite films. Come on! I think Bro, he's nigga. never been better in a movie. That was your Arnold? That's a, that was a great That was Arnold. good. That Thank was you. good. I, you brought me back to that. But some other Dylans, yeah, you got to push too many pencils. Yeah, it's pretty good. The fight it? at the Come end. Come on, of, I'm here! Kill the, me! Come the, on! That fight. Do it! Is that not one of the greatest fights on camera? I love Predator. And it works. It still holds I love up. Predator. There's no CGI there. I don't even remember when I saw it because I was. I didn't see it in the theater, but I think I saw it at home on TV. 1987, two of the greatest action films of all time came out Predator and Robocop. Still hold up to this day. They do. They do. So good. I will say Robocop is one of the best superhero films ever Come made. On! Do it. Do it. I'm here. Kill me. Come on. Here. Kill me. I'm here. Do it. <laughs> because he's got a trap. He's trying to get him to walk oh, in a trap. And he's got and a tree that's going to fall in his head. the Predator senses. He's like, oh, what are you doing down there, pal? I'm not coming down here. And then we get this trailer today where the best we get is, oh, they're modifying themselves? I don't know. I don't Shane know. Black. I'm trusting you. I know this it's is going to work. Though, so. I think it's going to be good. Where are we at um, now? What do we got? Okay, let's talk about new Easter egg found in Suicide Squad. What is this? Well, I will tell you. So apparently, you, in this Joker Adam. scene, featuring Jared Leto's Joker, in the background you see nicely outlined in red, uh, there's been a new exciting Easter egg revealed about the Suicide Squad film. This is going to make you go back. teddy bear in the background is Joker's therapy bear. Mm -hmm. Did I spoil your whole thing? Which is ironically an Easter egg that has popped up in Batman comics for years. Not only was the Easter egg spotted, it was also confirmed by none other than director David Ayer himself. That's pretty awesome. Um, No, I don't care. Um... And then they also have, like, one of his villains was, like, a, a giant bear with, with guns. Wasn't that a thing? In Suicide Squad, wasn't there a big teddy bear with oh, a machine yeah, yeah, gun? Oh, yeah, yeah, The panda bear, wasn't it? It was a panda bear. Not actually a bear, right? Yeah. Panda's more in the koala family, I think. Hard to say. I think that's true. I think, I think that's quick the thing. Google could say, actually. I, I guess know. David Ayer responded and just wrote, making movies. That was his confirmation. Ah, uh, okay. Suicide Squad. Uh, speaking yeah. of uh, films of DC Universe's past... Um, Zack Snyder's picks, are they starting to feel like jilted ex-lover or always welcome? You know what I mean? To me, me they're welcome, but I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, because he's like, remember this? So here we have a nice Aquaman It's like the Mamba Berries. Mamba. Mamba. Mamba wins. Mamba wins. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think, look at how many filmmakers bash their films. And they came out and they don't, they still, like, Trank when he talks about Fantastic Four. Yeah. He probably had a great experience on the film, making the film. He was proud of his cast. He loves his cast. So I'm like, eh. But that's what I mean, the jilted ex-lover thing. It means, like, I feel like he feels bad that this thing didn't end well. Like, this was not a happy maybe he ending. he feels bad for us. He feels bad for us. We kind of feel bad for him. And yet, a lot of us weren't always a fan of the relationship to it. It was together. It really is a lot like a relationship. It's like, we're great together, we're bad together, but ultimately, we're not meant to you go the distance. Funny. He, he posted, I see, I just see his rocks you posted up there. He posted on Cavill's birthday that picture of him in Reeve's suit. Okay, that's the next thing we want to talk oh, about, so I'll throw that ahead. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no drop, that's so okay. Roxy, you're, you're that's killing okay, we were looking at Aquaman. I like to pull them up early so that uh, I know the internet will work. Up. That's okay. And I like to... But here we have another pick from Snyder, and this is one I haven't I seen. It. It's, it's funny how much less massive he looks. Is this just yeah, because he, he hadn't looks, done his workout yet? He looks he had so skinny. He had to start himself for, that was what they had so, to sell the studio In on. case you guys are, looking, are listening on iTunes, what we're talking about right now is for the 35th birthday of Henry Cavill. 
Zack Snyder shared a photo and uh, it said, this was a shot I did to show the studio that this was my Superman. They agreed, got the suit from Warner Archives and Henry honored its legacy. Happy birthday, my brother. Oh, man. See what I mean? It's his chest that looks so small here comparatively. Like his arms and his chest. A costuming reason why. Looks so good, though. Because the emblem is so big. It's dwarfing his chest. If the emblem's smaller, look at Brandon Routh's Superman emblem. It's really small. It's tiny. Makes him look bigger. Yeah. Well, he still didn't look like a very big Superman. And he looks even smaller as the Adam. I just think people people view, you know, they they gave so much crap to Snyder. They said, oh, he doesn't understand Superman. I was like, I solely so disagree. He got Superman. I mean, the fact that he wanted to put him in the Reeves suit yeah. To do this in his like, like he knows what's iconic and what's Superman. He just was gonna take his time to get there. Uh, he, he had it planned out. He even said he's like Man of Steel, there was gonna be five films. I actually have an edit so, of the film where instead of the tornado scene, uh-huh. uh, it cuts to uh the Donner Superman on the farm, and then all of a sudden Glenn Ford and I superimpose um uh, 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 um, oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, his dad. Oh, Cal- Costner. Yeah, uh, I put Costner's face over him. He's badly edited where his face yeah. is kind of like floating. And he does like, the heart attack thing. Like, oh, no. Uh, and that film works great. That film is 100% perfect for me. It's a little junky when it gets in that part, but other than that, it's pretty awesome. Um, that's all I have to say about that. So that's all we have to say about that. Um, now, interesting question. Now, this is what we're going to talk about. Will the Russos be directing a DC character film anytime soon. Uh, obviously, the Russo brothers uh, have just put out their, what, uh, fourth? Fourth. Fourth? Uh, third. Or third. Third. Third film. Two caps and then this. So they're ensconced in the Marvel Universe. I guess they're doing four because Avengers 4. Right. So, yes. Well, they said just put out. But that's so all we know. So they might be done after that. And so I guess yeah. people are interested. Hey, you guys got the magic moves. Uh, it worked so well when Joss Whedon came over from Marvel to DC. <laughs> are you guys going to do the same thing, perhaps? Uh, and the Russos were like, nah, they, we don't find their characters as relatable, except maybe Batman, which is kind of like the answer you hear from a lot of people. You know, I, I think this is what we were talking about. And, of course, articles take this up. Oh, they're throwing shade at DC. This, and No, it's not. What they're saying is, and what we know of Marvel, Marvel characters are us. Yeah. They're the humans that have extraordinary things happen to them. DC's even said they are based on the gods. They are the archetypes of the gods, so they're not relatable. Yeah. So I think that's what he meant by that. It's like they don't relate to them. They're not... And I, I think that also is why DC... What worked for Marvel will not work for DC in making your films. You can't do it that way. Um, it's just... You know, it's interesting. Uh, 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 I, I once heard Aaron Sorkin talking about like making the film The American President. And he said, like, stories work really well. If you put a normal person in extraordinary circumstances, you have a great story. That's kind of Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Um, the opposite of that and why it related to The American President was like, what if you put an extraordinary person, the most powerful person on the planet, the president, in an everyday circumstance? dealing with dating or something like that to tell a great story. So I guess to tell the story of these gods, you have to put them in more relatable stories. If they're just gods doing godly things, then there's no in for us as people. So um, that's interesting. That's why the Marvel stuff is always about them winking and normal everyday stuff. Oh, are we using our code names? Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, he's not that cool. Oh, Star-Lord is like, you know, jealous of Thor. Like... Those human things. And I guess it's hard uh, on the God scale when everything is just epic and huge. I, yeah, I, I think... But those so, characters were the archetypes. Like, the yeah. DC characters were around 
first. Right. And the, another thing to, to note is that DC characters were all invented by different people. There's no Stan Lee. Right, you're right, you're right. And, you know, Stan Lee wrote all those characters. Jack Kirby did most of them. Ditko, all that. Um, DC is a hodgepodge. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, and then a lot of other characters they've acquired from other companies. So it, it's just funny how now what we're seeing in movies is kind of being, is aping their discovery, you yeah. know, because like Kevin Feige's the Stan Lee, and, you know, there's none of that. There's right, no right. Cor- corollary for that in DC. So right. we're seeing that in the movies. I love you guys a lot. Do you have to go? The, yeah, my, my heart out. Oh, you're hard, hot um, out. I'm so sorry. At least it's a hot one, though. Okay, well, we Do were just about to get to TV, TV time. time. You, okay. have to, you have to um, talk about your Swamp Thing love. That's all I'm going to talk about, because yeah. that's all I really know about. There, well, there's a lot of great shows that also aired, and you guys can listen to me talk about them on Only Stupid Answers. Okay. Before I go. I love you guys. You're so handsome. Say goodbye to Roxy Stryer. You can find her at Roxy Stryer. All over the place. She's going to see Solo before you. Be jealous of her. All right. Here we go. So also, related to the same story, um, people asked James Gunn, who is... Like kind of the biggest mouthpiece for Marvel, I would think. James like, James Gunn's the mouthpiece. Don't you think so? Like, he seems to say a lot. Yeah, he does. He's got a mouth on him. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. Uh, in a good way. I mean, he's very political, yeah. and he also talks very positive about like all the films. But one thing he does say is that uh, what, what, what superhero he would be able to kill off. <laughs> and he and, said, and then he said, I could kill Batman easy. Okay. And that was it. I guess they ran into him. They caught up to James Gunn at the airport TMZ does. Oh. Which, if you ever fly into LAX, there's always like people I never with seen cameras. I've never seen him there. See who? TMZ. Oh, I've seen him there. You've seen him a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah. The pre- reason they have problems there? Yeah. The congestion sucks. Yeah, they just have like these people waiting with cameras and then like when celebrities are going in and out, they attack them. Um, so Gunn could kill off Batman. Oh, well. Okay. Um, I kind of can't wait for the DC films to be doing a lot better so the back and forth rivalry can seem a little less like a bullying situation <laughs> and more like an honest rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Because right now it's like it's not fun. It's yeah. not fun. <laughs> you, want, you want the distinguished competition in House of Marvel from like the 80s and 90s. You want that rivalry <laughs> um, to be there. But now, even though she's just left... Oh, I did want to talk about Batman Ninja, but I did not get a chance to watch it. I didn't it. watch it either. I, mean, I have it downloaded on my PS4. I heard... Mixed things just because they said if you're not into anime, you will not like it. And I'm not into anime. The thing about anime that I, I find sometimes find the stories so incomprehensible. Yeah, I, I can't follow it. And this I was can't this was it. this was not a hey, it's an American studio making this. It was a Japanese studio, anime studio. Yes. And it's being dubbed into English. Yes. So I have a Which feeling that's gonna be weird as hell. All the like, trailers I saw were all like yeah. Japanese. They weren't. Anytime really in I English. try and watch anime that's originally Japanese and dubbed in American, I, I can't follow it because the translations just don't work as well. So I don't know if I'm going to be picking that one up. Has anybody in the chat roll seen Batman Ninja? I'm going to watch it tonight for sure. Anyone? Anyone? Maybe not. All right, maybe not. What do we got? What's on the docket? Um, so that's all. She just left. So let's honor Roxy Stryer with a little Roxy Stryer's TV time. Let's. It's time for well, now it's time. You got back? All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking no. soda fine. Also, Mikey Christmas. No, it's time. DC movie news. It's time to talk. TV time. Yeah. You can switch it up. This, these ones work. All right, just for TV time. There we go. I can hear. All right. Pat and Anthony, I don't know what happened there, but these work just fine. Were you using the uh, wrong headphones this whole time? Oh. Uh, 
Mermaybe? Yes, Batman oh. to me. That doesn't explain Roxy, though. I was, Maybe Roxy just... I was down. using the wrong headphones the whole time. Um, so we didn't really talk... Of, were you on when we talked about the DC Universe streaming I, service? I wasn't on. I haven't been on in a while. Okay. So, so let's so, talk about that. So this is really exciting. This is happening. For you it is. Yeah. Weren't you a little upset? Like, because you were like, oh, it's not going to be a movie, though. So, okay. So we're talking right now about this Swamp Thing news that happened. Okay. So James Wan, who we all know has been hard at work on Aquaman, yeah. sometime, somehow is also producing a Swamp Thing <laughs> Which TV they show. probably would not have gone to him if he, they weren't happy with what they were seeing on Aquaman. No. And in the, his history with New Line and low budget yep. and horror really makes him a great fit. Now, when you guys first showed this to me and I saw it, I was like, digital series. And I... All of a sudden, I flash back to like five years ago, and I thought it was like going to be a web series. Oh, I was imagining gotcha, gotcha. eight to twelve minute episodes of Swamp Thing. And then like, I realized, yeah. wait a second, Netflix makes the biggest shows, yeah, the biggest, most expensive shows anywhere. Like the Lost in Space, I just saw was like, yeah, one hundred and fifty million dollar movie. Um, so this is exciting. I'm really excited about the story. I'm wondering how they're going to bring Swamp Thing to life. Is this going to be? Any practical, or is it going to be an all-CGI creation? Because that does make me nervous, because while Thanos was incredible, yeah. that was like the most expensive movie ever made. But, speaking of Lost in Space, that robot is half and half. It's CGI, but it's and also a guy in a suit, it and so it's good. awesome. It's awesome. That's, and they don't you overuse it. Nope. So that did you like is, that, too? Did you like that? I'm four the- episodes in, and I love it. Okay, I loved it, I too. saw the pilot at WonderCon, and I fell in love with it. I, I'm a fan of the original movie show-ish. I never saw either. I thought it's this not was not good, but it's okay. it's it's fun. I enjoyed it, but I had high hopes for this, and it delivers. But, but, I'm four episodes. So in. yeah, that. But yeah, that yeah suit with pra- practical suit with CGI enhancement for Swamp Thing, I think would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, because while it is an organic thing, he's also somewhat amorphous, you know. So you yeah. can do a lot with that. Um, it was funny the USA show that had like a bunch of episodes, oh. a bunch of seasons. That was the same guy that was in the first two Swamp Dick Thing Durock, movies, right? Dick Durock, yes. Who uh, I think R.I.P. recently passed away. Did I think. he? I believe so. No. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I think we reported that. Um, so um, this is really exciting. The fact that Titans and Swamp Thing, you've got my money now. Now, yeah. So yeah, they do. Yeah. So DC Universe is only going to be DC stuff. It's not going to be other Warner Brothers stuff. I mean, it's going to no, be just DC. That's crazy. All DC Network. So then what is Warner Brothers going to do with their other films? Like, what's the streaming service that is just for them? On I that? don't. I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. Um, but I can't wait for... I mean, now people are saying that we're probably going to get a trailer for Titans um, at Comic-Con as well. Yeah, just... I think... Oh, I think Titans will have a huge presence there. But will I was be, hoping a pilot. But will it be... It won't be Hall H stuff because they usually have a separate day for their TV stuff. It's so like where's it going to fall? Or whatever, yeah, where's right? it going to fall? Yeah, uh, but a lot of times they will do a pilot, so I'm, I'm hopeful ah. that they're going to show the whole Titans pilot. Um, either way, if this has all no, this... Yeah. It's just I'm just so curious, because we, we talk about the CW stuff, and it has a very distinct flavor. But this DC streaming, everything we've seen costume-wise is very movie-ish, like as in movie-looking. Yeah, even like though a... Berlanti is still the producer of Titans. Is he? Yeah. Interesting. It's very to me. It's yeah. It's 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 they're getting money from somewhere for it. So I don't know. Uh, Yeah. um, But look. Yeah, but then if you're paying for it, I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it, Adam. (laughs) But it looks good. I mean, the Titans looks really good. 
Um, yeah, I know some people thought like um, the uh, 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 um, which one call it was it Starfire that people uh, were yeah. reacting. To I, I think that's a, a shot of them in public. I think they might be using some kind of. Um, Disguise enhancers, like what yeah. Nightcrawler used to wear. He used to have that thing that turned him without blue, and he could yeah. walk among people. I think yeah. they built something that they can go out in public. I don't think well, that's going to be Starfire's look. Yeah, much like um, how they use Martian Manhunter on Supergirl. Yeah. It's clearly just serving the budget. Like, you just have to have that guy. I mean, yeah. you can't do Martian Manhunter all the time. Um, but I, I did hear uh, on Heroes the other day, they had... Um, uh, 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 Deadpool creator Liefeld. Liefeld. And I guess he also, I didn't know he co created Hawk and Dove. Is that a thing? I know he did the reboot in New 52. Okay. It was, yeah, not, not, not a fan. Because he was just talking about how good Hawk and Dove look on the Titan show. He was speaking high, high yeah, praise. Yeah, I, about... I, I don't think he, no, because I think Hawk and Dove are from the 80s. If I'm oh, they're not definitely mistaken. from the 80s. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think it was Layfield. I don't think he, yeah. he seems 90s ish. He did the reboot of the new 52 version. And they changed sexes, right? Somebody changed sexes? There used to be a guy and a, a, two guys. Right. Hawk and Dove used to be two guys. Right, and they became a guy and a girl. And it was. Yeah, I want to say maybe he was the reason for it because Justice League Unlimited had them as a guy, two guys. Chat roll, help us out they're here. They're two brothers. Yeah, one was kind of like the pacifist and one was the angry, you know. They're just two bullies. brothers. Yeah, so I think maybe Layfield was the reason that they went guy-girl, which they are now in the Titan show. Right, and so maybe that's why he was could reacting be, like could one be. of his little babies. Could is, be. Uh, is happening. Could be. Um, anything else? Uh, CW stuff, Krypton stuff. I'm trying to catch up on Krypton. I'm really I trying hear to get really good go. stuff about Krypton, so I'm, gonna, I'm going to wait for them all to come out at once and just go, go to town. It's so unpredictable. You can never know what is going to happen. Uh, Bat Anthony, you do the uh, wrap-up oh. show about Krypton. You talked about that. So, like, uh, just uh, where, where are you on it? Are you are you loving it? Or are oh, you? I think uh, Anthony can talk better on this. Hold on, one okay, Bat Anthony, there? is Anthony is there? Anthony, if he's around. Oh, hey guys, what's up? It's Anthony. Hey, buddy. Here. Hey, good. Uh, yeah, I've been watching Krypton. I haven't catched the most recent episode, but last episode was fire. It was so. Good. So I hear about um, that show, man. I hear it's great. Yeah, we finally got our like own little like ragtag team of like who's gonna go up against Brainiac. Okay. Um, there's been some twists and turns if you have haven't seen it. Uh, the, at least the last two episodes or three episodes. There's like some major spoilers. I'm oh. not gonna go into, but definitely worth watching. Okay. Um, let's just say Brainiac is on Krypton now, and he is wrecking some things so it's it's fantastic and i can't wait to see this uh this episode um uh, yeah so catch the krypton after show as well on uh, sundays at 4 p.m with uh, stephanie myself and candace cruz but yeah fantastic sounds show. good well that's the show that i'm definitely gonna keep watching i'm about three episodes behind but there's enough good stuff that's keeping me going i do like the look uh, a lot of the costumes look good some of the colloquialisms are weird after a while like you feel like all right, they're talking very, like, Earth American. Right, 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 yeah, I get you. Um, but, you know, I understand that kind of has to happen. But then Adam Strange does that even more, and that works because he's Adam Strange out right. of time and all that. Um, I'm very curious why they went with Adam Strange instead of Booster Gold. Because the way they're portraying him seems very Booster Goldish. Because I he think doesn't seem have, Adam Strange to me. They have plans for Booster Gold. They keep well. Come on, we. They, I, well, I shouldn't say that because they had plans for Shazam for so long, and look where we are. I know. I so mean, I don't want. Yeah, we've. It almost seems like the Booster Gold stuff is like it was the three of them: Shazam, Booster Gold, and Black Adam. Yeah, were these always talked about? Can't use them. 
And one of those is full on going. I also think I don't know. Booster Adam Strange to me I, just doesn't read. It right would to be me. awesome if Booster Gold was in it, but I also feel like he's too much of a showboat. Like it would have taken too much focus. Like he's got the costume and he's got. Yeah, I get you. You know what I mean? Like Adam Strange just kind of looks like a guy. I, I I agree. I think Adam Strange is the better fit. I think they should have just made his character more Adam Strangeish. Yeah. And more, what is what is his character like? He's, I'm not like he's he's kind of like. Because what he's on Krypton, he's kind of like a... I don't want to say he's goofy. He's kind of... It's tough. So Zeno Hour is chiming in and saying that Rob Liefeld did the art for the 1988 Hawk and Dove miniseries. The guy's been in comics for 30-something years. He did the 88 version? Yeah. And that's probably what I had. Now but Hawk I think and Dove didn't work in the 88? Miniseries, yes. I had that. I actually Hold on a second. They're saying... Rob Layfield created Hawk and Dove, or, or worked on or Hawk and Dove. did the art, yeah. In and then that was when it was created. Yeah, so if he did the art, he's the co-creator, right? Like, he didn't write the series, for sure. Um, but I don't yeah. know about that. Did he really create it? I, 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 maybe he's been around for... Because what, Youngblood was, what, 91 when he formed Image? 93? So he was working with DC or Marvel before that. Yeah. I remember his ridiculous Captain America from The Heroes Reborn with a giant... Chest. Giant everything. Yeah. And the non American A on his I'm not a different. fan of his artwork. I know a lot of people are. Um, yeah. I think he, he, I don't know. He's he's an industry pioneer and you cannot fault him yeah. for that. He's part of what's changed comics, but I'm not a we fan of his. You should definitely design. listen to him on Heroes too because I just love how candid he is. Yeah. I mean, he's got skin in the game and he knows stuff and he's talking candidly. He's one of those few guys ever, that's like walking in both worlds. Have you ever listened to any about the feud of all them? And how they, oh, with the they, image they, guys, yeah, like, that's that's a fascinating Lee, story. Sylvester, how how he kind of brought Layfield went off on his own because I, I remember for some reason Layfield did a Levi's commercial. I remember that. Remember that with like Young Blood and Is your fly buttoned? <laughs> it was the button fly? So Absolutely. I, I was four kind or five of jeans. yeah. I'm very. That is a whole um, the image guys. That was a whole interesting story that I've ever time my chance to read and, and listen to stuff on those guys. Um, yeah, but anyway, I don't know really what else we got. That's it. Right? Ryfield did not create Hawk and Dove. He just did the miniseries. Okay. I didn't see the miniseries. All right, we're going to get to the bottom of this we'll Hawk get to and it. Dove business. We'll get to it. Anyway, that's all the time we have. This is the Mikey and Adam show. Are we competing sometime soon on the Schmodown? I don't know. They won't tell us anything. Okay. Uh, I don't even know who we're playing. Who are we gonna, I don't even know. They didn't say anything. Hopefully we, we get to do something. Just show up, and we'll see what happens. I hope I have the chance to be next to you and be silent, uh, as I usually am. I hope I at least can do some trivia correctly. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hope too. I get some answers. Yeah, right. I have such brain We'll see. We'll let you guys know whenever we know. You guys will know. And uh, hopefully you'll be there to cheer us In the meantime, people love to talk to you on the internet, and you're so good at responding and having conversations with people, Mr. Kalinowski. Some, depending on my mood. Sometimes I get snippy with people, and then I check to see that they follow you me, and I'm like... You feel so much... Yeah. So sometimes you're just you're sensitive. You're like an open wound. I know. I know. But where can people find you if they want to? Uh, at Mike Kalinowski, Twitter. That's where I go to. That's my. That's my. Is that what's your go-to social media? Because that's mine. People love Instagram. I don't get it. Twitter, but I've been doing a lot more on Instagram. But you're you've got the yes, food. Yes, the food thing. So that's uh, you so got stuff to show stuff off. Stuff is much more on Instagram. Like I was just in New Orleans for Jazz Fest, and I took lots of pictures of food I, and stuff like that. I know it's Doghouse, and I know you got the sausage yeah. and the hot dogs there, but. That mother clucker. I know. It's great. And so if you guys don't like, you know, you're not a sausage guy, and you don't want to try doghouse, yeah. 
Trust me, just go. Yeah, so we've got a great fried chicken sandwich. We've got incredible burgers, incredible sausages and dogs. Doghouse, we're opening all over the country. Uh, I just found out I'm going to be doing a, a pop-up in New York City. Really? Uh, from mid-June until uh, August. We're gonna and they don't have one in New York three, City? They don't. So this is going to be a three-month stand. I'm very excited about that. And please, 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 even if you don't like food TV... Tune in to Food Network on May 27th, I believe 9 p.m. I'm not sure. The show is called Food Network Star Comeback Kitchen. I'm going to be on it competing. Um, cooking? Uh, cooking. Woo! Yes, I'm getting back into the arena for the first time in 10 years. I've only been That's hosting. That's been? Since I've competed? Yeah. 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 So is it one of those ones where like, all right, chefs, here are your ingredients. Adam, you're going to be making... This, this, and this sometimes, with these ingredients. Sometimes. And you're going to be running around like, I don't have time! My bread's not rising! Dude, That's going to be awesome. I do a thing where like my finger gets cut and that thing doesn't stop bleeding. And oh, you've taped it right. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, your yeah, finger yeah. bleeds. Oh, you're my trying God. to get food. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's tough. Good. Um, but it's really stressful and crazy. And uh, I would love it if you guys can uh, can watch it and then chime in and like you know just be cool about it. Uh, find me at Adam Gertler. And we'll see you next time on DC Movie From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.